Oh, we're live. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Mindset Monday here at Gymnast Mindset. I am Sherry Medini, and this is Marcello. He is on tonight because the topic that we're going to be talking about tonight is how your brain is like your smartphone, and Marcello is the one that introduced me to this concept. Um, he is heavily involved in the wrestling mindset side yep. of things. So a little bit of background on that as well as well as Gymnast Mindset. So if you are new here, Gymnast Mindset is a gymnastics-specific mindset training program um, for individuals and teams um, to help with things like confidence or relaxing under pressure, mental toughness, all of that good stuff. Um, but we also have a, I guess, brother company in Wrestling yeah. Mindset yeah. where we, you know, the core of it's the same, that there's a really extensive program of worksheets and systematic training that goes into it. And then what we've been able to do is make it sports specific because that's the other key piece to this, that, you know, not only is the core and the fundamentals of this accurate and helpful and, and great in and of itself. Mm -hmm. But when you apply it to your sport specifically, you know, I know some about wrestling, but not nearly as much as someone who's done it their entire life. And same applies. You know, he knows what he's looking at when he watches gymnastics, but it's not the same thing as someone who, you know, grew up doing it and has spent their entire life, you know, in the sport. Um, so that being said, the, the similarities that we have, you know, wrestling and gymnastics, are definitely heavily mental. I think oh, yeah. you would agree yeah. that there's a huge component to that. Um, you I'm know, biased over which one I think is more mental. <laughs> okay. We'll always be biased. But remember, we're here on Gymnast Mindset Facebook. Okay. So for the purpose of tonight, do you agree that gymnast is more mental? I don't think he'll ever agree no, to that. No, I'm not going to agree to that. That's crazy. No. <laughs> I don't um, think he's no, ever I, no, you could pro it's probably equal because you, know, you, you have a different dynamic. So if we talk about both sports and really what we do. So between wrestling mindset or gymnast mindset or some of the other sports that we also help out with, at the end of the day, we're helping athletes compete at their best, obviously obviously, whenever it means the most. Uh, and gymnastics is a little bit different because like gymnastics, you start off at a 10 and you work your way down. Wrestling, you can find yourself in a hole. Depending on what scoring system. Depending on what scoring system you do. Wrestling, you can find yourself in a hole and you kind of dig your way back and plus you have someone that's actually <clears throat> on the other side and someone that's actually, you know, wrestling you at the same time. Whereas gymnastics, a lot of that is, you know, more so on fighting the perfectionism. A lot of it, you, you, have, you have different challenges. And that's why we've kind of separated in terms of some of the things we do for the gymnast versus what we actually do for wrestlers. And wrestlers want to talk about wrestling. Right. And gymnasts want to talk about gymnastics, which is right. fun. I MBOs love getting and... to, yeah, I love getting to, you know, hop on the phone calls with my gymnasts and talk shop and talk about what they're doing and, yeah. and understand what they're going through too. It's kind of a different thing. So all of that being said, the topic that we're going to talk about tonight does kind of apply um, regardless of sport. And mm -hmm. I think same kind of thing. There's going to be variations here or there, but it's an interesting concept and it's one that I don't think we hear often enough in terms of kind of needing to conserve that brain energy, yeah. <laughs> needing to treat your brain like a battery that you need to recharge and take care of and not overuse um, because we kind of just take it for granted. We take for granted that our brain's going to be there for us and communicate with our body and perform at its highest capacity. And that's just not the case. If it, if it's tired, it's not going to function the mm -hmm. way we need it to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So do you want me to kind of explain how that works? Yeah, go for it. All right. So again, if we talk about 
really how the brain's wired and really like what it wants to do. So first off, the brain itself, again, it's just like a computer and you've probably heard that before. About 20% of the total calories in your body throughout the day actually are consumed by the brain, right? So that's why like habits, that's why all those things are really important because again, it's just the brain's way of actually conserving energy, yeah. right? So it's the same reason why, like if again, you think about um, willpower or anything like that, like when people are on their diets early in the morning or in the beginning of any diet, it's very easy to follow through and actually do those things because you have the energy. But again, once this you is, get to nine o'clock at night, once you get to nine <laughs> right o'clock at night and then you're tired, then it's harder to make those eating decisions. So again, we talk to wrestlers, you know, we kind of relate that to weight cutting. Nine o'clock at night is when most wrestlers think like, oh, I'll probably float like four pounds tonight <laughs> or, you know, I can probably have that. It only weighs half a pound. It's kind of the right. same thing. Or, you know, a lot of times in gymnastics, you guys are training practices go till nine or nine thirty tonight. Mm -hmm. And you need your brain to last all the way through. If you're throwing big skills all the way up till nine thirty tonight, you need to make sure that you are conserving energy throughout the day, brain energy throughout the day mm -hmm. and and refueling that, recharging that so that you can make it yeah, to and, the end and, and have every practice you know, be purposeful, be meaningful, keep you working towards something important. Exactly. And, and the gymnasts struggle with this, wrestlers struggle with this, a lot of different athletes struggle with this. You talk about like having like that actual peak state and gymnasts all the time want to be like ready and like want to be like always like at that peak state. Wrestlers, obviously it's the same way, mm -hmm. but again, you can only hold a state for a certain period of time. And again, if you try to do that long-term, that just actually drains energy. So what happens with wrestlers and probably happens with gymnasts, it's, on those competitions, when you're not performing how you normally do, it's a feeling, it's terrible. It's like, you know exactly what you should be doing, but for you some reason, you're just not able to do it. And a lot of that has to do with actually how the brain's wired. And I can go into what happens and how that tires it and tires everything out of kind of circle back in terms of the actual cell phone analogy. Sure, so, but what I wanna bring up there is that I have, you know, talking the with these gymnasts that, that it's difficult when they say like, sometimes you just can't go for a skill. That it's like, I've done this skill over and over and I just hit a wall. And I've talked to girls that explain it as like, I don't know, I just went black, blank, I just blacked out. I couldn't, like, I didn't know how I did it anymore. Like, it was like, you just lost everything. And that's so frustrating in that moment to know that, you know, I had the skill, I did 20 of them. Why can't I just do one more or five more or whatever it is that you need to do? Why can't I finish this assignment? And it's so frustrating to be stuck in that position and not know what to do about it. And that's where this is often such a relief that if we can offer an explanation, if we can offer a process, if we can work with you to help you get to the point where you're not going to feel so out of control or so lost or so helpless, you know, that's the goal of it. Um, we can get into that a little bit more, but... But back to kind of the smartphone analogy, I mean, if I'm or you or whoever, you know, we're on Instagram all day or we're taking pictures or we're texting people back and forth, mm -hmm. um, you know, your battery's not going to make it through the day, typically. Or, or in, 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 you know, well, 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 the big analogy I give is that if you have the GPS running in the background, you don't even right. notice it. It's just killing the battery quicker right. and eventually the phone hits a certain point where it starts shutting things down and eventually it's going to shut everything down, right. you know. So, you know, it goes into low power mode mm -hmm. and then it dies. <laughs> exactly. Low power mode, everything's not working as best as, as it could, but when it dies, like, there's nothing, it goes black. There's nothing there. Right. You can't 
do anything until you charge it back or until you plug it back in. But I think the other piece of that is the more that you're using it, the faster it dies. Mm -hmm. That if your iPhone's just kind of sitting there, you're not looking at it, you know it, I don't know, does that ever happen? But <laughs> if there happens to be a day where you're not looking at your phone, it's going to stay charged a lot longer. You're not using it as much. And the same thing does apply to the brain. So, um, you know, it's not, um, not just like, like smartphones have a limited amount of capacity, mm -hmm. our brains have a limited amount of capacity. So we can recharge, they can function day after day. You mm -hmm. don't have to replace them all the time, yeah. but we do need to recharge them. So, um, kind of those two, I guess we can talk a little bit about the problem with running a low battery, which I think we touched on a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also wanted to touch on the two pieces of it to prevent this from happening that on a regular basis, we can work on staying calmer and kind of conserving that energy. Mm -hmm. And we can also be very purposeful about how you're recharging and when you're recharging. Absolutely. And both of those need to work in tandem. It's not one or the other necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And again, the same cell phone thing. I mean, mentally, it's not like we're just collapsing most of the time. Like that doesn't happen for most athletes. What happens right. is, is you do that mental ping pong. It, fe it might feel like you collapse. It, it might feel it like It might that, feel but... like everything just gave out and all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I was fine a second ago, but in reality, it's slowly you, draining. You, you might've had something running in the background that you don't know, or again, you might've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And again, so let's, you just- Let's touch on that memory. a little bit okay. because the, I don't think we realize that we do that as often as we do it. So mm -hmm. one of the things is we we fight ourselves a lot. We mm -hmm. have this mental ping pong going on in our head where, you know, maybe you're at school. And I, I did another Facebook Live about this where, like, if you're at school, don't spend your energy wasting, a, like, worrying about practice later or what's going right. to happen. You have no control over that in the moment. And same thing. If you're at practice, don't be worrying about the test you have tomorrow or whatever drama happened at school. Like, that, leave that there. You can't do anything about it in the moment. And while it may seem harmless, it is taking brain energy. Yeah. It's draining that battery. Um, but the other piece of it is that, that fight with yourself, that our instinct is to be like, catch yourself. You're thinking negatively and you try to snap yourself out of it. And you try to quickly go the other direction and kind of pump yourself up instead. And being negative and being too amped up both drain the battery a lot faster. Yeah, so if you're... It's like watching YouTube. Yeah, if you're like really... <laughs> on your smartphone. Yeah. Or watching a Facebook Live or watching Netflix. Like it drains your battery faster. Yeah, if you're anxious and you just like just try to basically, you know, pump up the, um, you know, pump up like the music. Just, just get yourself like more arguing just burning through that nervous energy faster so one of the things and one of the first things i do in terms of talking to athletes on the on the wrestling side and again in terms of some of the other sports is first off like that actual psychology and actual physiology in terms of like what happens and again like it's not like there's anything wrong with you because that's the that's the biggest yeah. thing first where i was like look like there's nothing like there's anything wrong with you this right. is literally and how you're wired. and there's nothing better about someone else who's managing it better i think a lot of times we look at it and yeah. they say well they must just have this magic superpower like no. it's in their dna that they can be calm and relaxed and be able to function better no. and the reality is that no nah, probably not wired any differently they've just figured out how to manage it Along yeah, the way. They, they they might have stumbled upon doing some of the actual right things. So I mean, again, yeah. do you want to go into what that process looks like to fix it, or no? Well, let's let's talk about these two pieces at least. Okay. So um, you know, I feel like approaching this issue. So 
the issue of staying calm throughout the day um you know like we talked about a little bit staying in that present moment trying to keep your thoughts calm trying to stay focused on where you're at trying to make the most of your time where you're at um try not to fight yourself back and forth do you have any advice as far as that goes staying calm on a more regular basis sure and and this is something you know we go through in terms of wrestling mindset i'm sure it's the same thing for gymnast mindset yeah the, the biggest mistake, there's a lot of biggest mistakes, I'm going to say a lot of, <laughs> a lot of hyperbole One of the here. mistakes. One of the mistakes people make is, again, you think, like, I'm confident or I'm not confident, or any like, I'm ready or I'm not ready. Right, and that realistically, black or white thinking. Everything, everything is on a sliding scale, and, like, you want that feeling to go away, and that feeling might, that feeling might never go away. So maybe nerves are at, like, on a scale from 1 to 10 are at, like, a 7, mm-hmm. and I need to get to a 3 because a 3 is manageable. When you're at a 7, mm-hmm. you want to get to 0, and that might, and that might not even be possible, again, in terms of... Right, or you feel like I'm at, a, it needs to be off or on. And being yeah. able to say like, you know what, I'm here and I can gradually work. Every step I can go in the calm direction mm-hmm. is an improvement. A six is better than a seven instead right. of being all or nothing in e- that thinking. E- exactly. And again, we're, we're, we're always working toward the actual improvement too. And again, some matches or some competitions, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be at a different level and be, being okay with that, knowing like yeah, there's a point where like, let's say like nerves or let's say just like. Maybe the confidence isn't exactly where I want it to be, but I can increase that, you know. And then same thing for like the nerves. Maybe the nerves are higher up than what I normally would want it to be, but but that's okay. That's something that I can manage. So that's one of the first things that kind of calms you down too, because just knowing, knowing like, look, yeah. it's not black or white. It doesn't have to be nerves are at a seven and then they're at a zero. Because again, I, I made that mistake before. I thought like, all right, well, I'm either confident yeah. or I'm not confident. I'm nervous or I'm just relaxed, whatever. Yeah. And again, you. It's going to be a good you, practice. You, you, it's going to be a bad practice. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You, you, you absolutely have degrees to that. You actually, yeah. have, you actually have degrees to that. So that's that's one thing. Just knowing, too, like, again, it's not like there's anything wrong with you. Like it's, it's literally how you're wired. Once you figure out right. Just what not you making need to, it such a big deal. Yeah, and again, and, and again, you don't have to figure it out. We've already done that for you. Yeah. Um, the other piece of it that I do want to talk about a little bit as well is making sure we take that time to recharge. Making sure you take that time to plug back in and get some rest and relaxation and it's important that what that looks like is going to vary from person to person that what might feel restful and you know revive you and and get you to a better calmer spot might not be the same thing that works for me and oftentimes in that some people might need to be built up some people might need to be pushed back down they're very high energy they might need to learn how to calm down and likewise the people are naturally a little bit less energy you might need to learn actually how to like pump themselves up but again in both right. those situations the it's best point to do that is when you're calm when you when you're when you get yourself to neutral because you know when you're all over the place all over the place it just it, it doesn't work as well as is what you want it to so again calm is definitely the best place where you can pivot and put yourself in, in terms of the right place mentally if you're bouncing all over the place again it's just like you know having a phone just keep switching apps keep switching apps like again it's just it's not going to be productive. Yeah. And I think a big piece of this, you know, we do a lot with self-knowledge through the program because it is so important to understand what works best for you and where you're at and, you know, how we can improve this. Um, but the other piece of it is, you know, I hear a lot of times we work with a lot of high-level athletes that they do have crazy schedules, that they're in high-level classes at school. There's a lot of homework attributed to that and studying that goes along with that. And they're headed to practices and maybe extra practices and you know, I understand that there's a lot on your plate. 
And the important thing to remember, again, it's not all or nothing. We're not saying you need a whole day to recharge your brain or you need like a whole week of just pure re relaxation. That's what, not what this is about. This is the day to day. Um, you know, with my girls, I'll say, take a step back. Tell me what your daily schedule looks like, you know, and I can kind of hear like, okay, well, you have a study hall that take five minutes. What's going to really recharge you in that? in that moment before you dive into homework or you know on the way to practice what can you do to unplug unwind turn off your brain um before you head into practice you know i i've given as an example before that in carpool trips we would play card games with each other <laughs> and it was i know somehow we were yeah. okay um i get really car sick now but i was okay um but we play card games because it was something that like had enough of your attention that it that you could tune out you weren't thinking about practice you weren't thinking about school you were thinking about winning your hand at whatever we happened to be playing exactly. and um it should it was restorative in that sense so it doesn't mean that you need a ton of time but it is important to squeeze in those kind of things and i think so often we get stuck in those and we're losing those five minute chunks throughout the day where you might have five minutes but instead you scroll through twitter and get yourself angry about something or you you know stalk your ex-boyfriend on instagram and like feel bad about things in five problem. minutes a... <laughs> you're telling me wrestlers don't stalk their ex-girlfriends no. <laughs> so you know instead of taking that time to be restorative you're you're not helping yourself in that regard and it is important to take those moments to be able to function the whole way through a day because you are asking a lot from your brain. I mean, you're asking your brain to communicate with your body to do double backs and your chancos and blind changes and, you know, tacachos and whatever else, you know, you're asking a lot of your brain and your body. And when your brain starts to go into low power mode, it's saying, eh, we don't want to throw these high stakes things. We're not, we're not wanting to function <laughs> at that level right now. So making sure that it doesn't get to that point. Um, and I think you made a lot of good points that like, you know, it's not all or nothing, that that it's important to keep in mind that um, the stakes aren't always as high as they feel and that there's always a way to at least improve a little bit. Exactly, and, and again, in terms of like being able to relax, that's the hardest thing for elite level athletes because they feel like they always need to be doing something mm -hmm. that's kind of progressing things. Again, if we talk about peak performance and all that good stuff. Right, and really trying to drive home the point that relaxing or deep breathing or taking that time all that is progressing, is helping you move forward, is helping your performance. That's helping you set the stage so you can be intense and be ready to go when, right, you, when, you, actually, when you actually need to. But again, in terms of that physiology and that psychology, like habits are really, really important. Again, getting all these things in mm -hmm. place and kind of doing that's why like so many gymnasts, so many wrestlers have certain things that they kind of always do or like yeah. they kind of have like like all these like typical And initially routines. that's what we work with our gymnasts a lot on and wrestlers as well that we initially it has to be very purposeful mm -hmm. that we set up these, these routines and we really plan them out and I don't want you to just figure it out the day of. Right. You know, the day of the meet, I'm like, okay, what's your plan for tomorrow? You have a big, you, you have a meet tomorrow. What's the plan for tomorrow? And if they're like, God... I don't know. I probably need to like find my warm ups and maybe wash them. And 
I don't know who's like who I'm riding with or when we're leaving. I'm like, figure it out, figure it out. So you don't have to waste any energy tomorrow, mm -hmm. any mental energy that you know, I'm waking up at this time. I'm going to eat this for breakfast. I'm going to, you know, you just, there's calm in that. And once that can really become a routine, then that's helping you all along the way, get closer and closer, and closer to focus mode. And you're not like switching like throughout the day right. too. Like when you're in one task or one thing, you're kind of staying on that. So in terms of that, like analogy, like when a computer switch tasks, when your phone switch tasks and you go from one thing to the next, there's like a split second when like everything kind of shuts down. That's why like, right. that, and that's why like multitasking is actually counterproductive. Cause again, like you actually have some like dead spots. So it's kind of the same thing too. Like mentally, when you go through all that, you know, you're giving yourself a lot more dead spots it's not as it's not as conducive in terms of, of doing what you need to do so again for any trial session or for any like you know intro call uh, we always talk about that we talk about the actual physiology and the actual like psychology in terms of like how your brain's wired and like what's going on mm -hmm. and like what happens in these matches when or these competitions uh quads what do you call it meets meets in these meets well, dual meet quad meet whatever um when you're not wrestling or you're not competing gymnastics as you normally should mm -hmm. is because of that just tying yourself out and those are the times when you know what you should be doing but you're not able to do it and that is because your brain literally defaulted to battery state monitor literally shut everything right. down so that's when like you see someone who's had a complete breakdown mentally they're completely worn out and that's just mm -hmm. just it, it, it just completely wiped them out and then there's other ones where maybe it's a bunch of like small things where like you know you should really stick it you know and you're like oh well, I, I can kind of i can kind of take that step whatever you know like you know you need to you know catch right, better still you that to, like, spectrum again it doesn't and it also doesn't mean just just because you're not failing horribly or not falling five times on beam or you know whatever there is that same spectrum that there's always room for improvement in there that you can always work on this that it's there's you know no such thing like oh well I'm probably fine. Like yeah. it's probably good enough. And it's like Alabama, Georgia, was it? What was the special? Oh, um about the coaches. Yeah. We were watching um yeah, Alabama and Georgia about the you And that know, one it was Suzanne like five Sarah, five that, one thousandth of a point or something like right. that. Right. Oftentimes it does come down, it's especially small, in college gymnastics, you know, it comes down difference. to such a small margin. So um, you know, I do I do think this is something that in the gym outside of the gym and that's what we really try to do is that wraparound approach that whether it's life or school or gymnastics these are things that are going to be helpful to you now in the future um we've been there <laughs> we you know have have gone through those ups and downs and we didn't have these kind of tools and kind of looking back on it it's always like well that would have been good <laughs> yeah. been good to know that would have been helpful would have made our lives a little bit easier um but even now, you know, being able to kind of apply these these types of things and um, at least understand that it's a problem. And I think that's kind of step one, is it acknowledging that that might be what's going on. If you're struggling with stuff like this, if you're struggling with, you know, blanking out and struggling, making those silly mistakes and, and wondering why, this might be one of those factors. Mm -hmm. um, anything else before we wrap up? No, I think I, I, I think you did a pretty good job. So um, the only thing I'll say, if you have a, a sibling and, and girls can wrestle too, that's um, true. You know, you can head over to wrestlingmindset.com, sign up that's for true. sign up for a free session. 
um, chances are you're going to talk to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, you know, again, if you're looking to kind of improve, you're looking to kind of, you know, relax under pressure, you're looking to kind of take your gymnastics to the next level, or just looking to really build a solid foundation so that when, we, when you do get more serious, you know, you don't have some of these stumbling blocks that kind of people have like deeply ingrained head over to. Gymnast mindset. Gymnast so mindset. what I always tell you too, if, if you're struggling with this or, you know, if a teammate or, you know, a, a parent, your parent and a friend's kid is struggling with this, please share these kind of videos with them. We are always happy to answer any questions that you might have. You can visit our website, gymnastmindset.com. We have more resources there as well. Like Marcella said, we do offer a free trial session if you want to jump on the phone and, you know, kind of get a feel for what's going on. We get to hear more from you. Um, we get, well, we get to hear more from the gymnast and understand what might be going on there and hopefully give them one or two takeaways that they can start using right away. Um, but other than that, we hope that you have a great rest of your week. I appreciate you, you I tuning in. I think you in. did a previous one where you explained like what actually happens in the trial session, right? You have yep. a different so gymnastmindset.com, yeah, so if you videos. go to the, and click, you know, get a free trial session, um, or get a free session. I have a video there explaining what a trial session is. Um, so, and like I said, feel free to reach out. You can message us here. You can email, whatever. Um, we're happy to answer any questions. But other than that, thank you guys for watching. And um, tune in next time. We'll be back next Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will talk to you then. Bye. Later.